We're on. Log Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on Power Your Life, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And oftentimes, well, most of the time, we have our own stories. We may, we may not share them with other people, but oftentimes, they are stories that can actually help, if we did, help inspire other people and help people move past some of their challenges and what they're going through. And stories are wonderful ways of doing that because we can see what other people have endured and how they have been able to move beyond that into something that really is wonderful. And I'm thinking of somebody very special that we have on today's show, and that's Logan Nelson. Logan Nelson, Logan... Logan Tyler Nelson is the founder of Logan Tyler Nelson, which is a podcast agency that places authors, speakers, educators, and marketing and ad gurus onto business podcasts to build more audiences and to expand their sales of production and services. From his desire to help those who are suffering, Logan created the self-improvement podcast, Scratch Your Own Itch where he interviews moving and inspirational guests who have overcome their own adversities. He's also a suicide survivor and shares his own powerful story today of how podcasting saved his life and gave him a purpose. Welcome, Logan. How are you? I'm well. Thank you so much. Uh, Gosh, and I know everyone that's listening right now is listening for... uh, a reason, you know, they showed up for a real reason, and and um, they are the authority of, of of everything happens for a reason, and um, so thank you so much for taking any time out of your day to, to just listen to something that can improve your life, um, and uh, yeah, that's what I've I've definitely uh, learned um, that uh, podcasts are not just podcasts to me. They're truly an opportunity to allow someone else into your your sphere, the most important sphere in the entire world, which is your brain. Uh, actually, it's a hemisphere. Believe it or not, two sides, right? Um, yeah, your brain and your heart, too, right? I have a question oh, for you. Yeah. Because you, you are a suicide survivor, which is incredible, I want to go back a little bit in time with you and and ask about that story and and exactly how podcasting really helped you and energized you into doing what you're doing today. So can you share that with our listeners, please? Yeah. Um, so I went to school for acting, 
Uh, I graduated from Northern Illinois University in 2017. And I was really, like, into acting. Um, Before I went there, I was actually doing improv, Olympics, and uh, Second City stuff. And I really loved it. And I just wanted to do more of it. So I uh, took an intensive, um, which was an acting intensive ran by Northern Illinois University, um, their their master teachers over there. And I asked them, you know, hey, do you think it's a good idea for me to go into acting full time? And they said, yeah, sure. That'd be a great idea. Um, and I said, I, I just want to do more classes. And they're like, well, you should just do the business. Uh, just, just, just audition. And I was like, you know, I want to do more classes. I want a degree in this. I want to get into it all the time. Uh, I want to be, I want to be like just, just night and day. And so I did. I, uh, I signed up for an IU's program, which is a, a liberal arts and conservatory program where you start at 9 a.m. and you don't get done until about uh, 11 p.m. That's a long day. Uh, classes are long, uh, and then also rehearsals are even longer. And I did four years of that, and anyone who's gone to MIU will tell you it's a tiresome program. I got out of school, working my butt off, and I started auditioning, and I wasn't really getting the results that I really wanted. And I identified myself very much like an actor. I thought that was my only thing that I was going to do. Um, and um, I had uh, quite a bit of an identity crisis. Um, where I was really scared about telling anybody that I might not want to be an actor anymore because the auditions were were very hard, very tough. And even harder was was the parking tickets that I would get from the auditions when I was in the auditions for too long. (laughs) Or maybe I was, uh, you know, not really getting the sort of uh, creative authority that I would like to get. You know, I did do a job. It was just never the way I would like it to turn out. And I just, I, I kind of, I grew a cold sort of hand towards acting. And I was afraid to tell anybody that I wanted to quit. And I had this thought that went through my head um, that I was afraid that this world was never going to give me the thing that I really wanted out of it. And um, so what happened was uh I got off at work one night because I was working at a Mexican restaurant at the time, and I had a thought go through my head. Um, Maybe that this world's never going to give me the career that I want or the relationship that I want or the family that I want. And and these are all just, like, mental illness thoughts. That's why mental health is so important. And I wasn't um, getting help in that area at the time. And, uh, I started getting um, my stuff ready to go from work, and I started walking home. And I just thought to myself, um, it was going to be last night that Logan Tyler Nelson walked this way. Uh, I saw a parking garage, um, and I just kept on thinking about all these negative thoughts, about all the things that were going wrong with my life, you know. I wasn't in the shape that I wanted to be in or didn't have the acting job that I thought I should have at the at this point in my life. I didn't have 
the 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 family that I thought I should have in this life, or, or the, the woman, or or any of that, and all these negative thoughts just consume me. And I walked up a three story parking garage. I looked down, oh. and I jumped. And um, oh. I tried very hard to snap my neck completely in half. That was my intention just to get it done and over with. And I lived through it. I only knocked myself unconscious. And uh, I I woke up and I thought to myself, gosh, I can't even kill myself. Like, ah. Uh. <laughs> so I, I walked home with just a, a bruise. Hello? Um, we're losing you. Okay, go ahead. We were losing you. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, go ahead. Uh And Logan, I'm having trouble hearing you. And I'm searching other ways in which maybe I could make my suicide attempt look like an accident. And uh, during this time at at acting school, the one thing that would make me feel a lot less alone without actually being alone was listening to podcasts. And um, so I started listening to other podcasts uh, as a way to research how I could kill myself but not really make it look like I actually did it on purpose. Maybe it could look like uh, it was an accident. And I started listening to stories of other people that had suicidal thoughts, and I came across this one girl's they said uh, she actually made it look like an, an accident by getting in the car and driving into the side of a bridge, and she mm-hmm. lived through it. Um, and these stories of all these people that had these suicidal thoughts uh, gave me this little inkling of, well, my show's called Scratch Your Own Itch, to scratch my own itch by... Um, by calling them and asking them to just come on the show. And if they had any any story that had a suicidal thought within the story or maybe they had um, a mental health issue like they had uh, bipolar, manic depression, or they had uh, any trauma with eating binges or anything that was like that, I wanted to share these stories on my own podcast and interview these people about just making one person, that was the only goal and the intention, make one person feel less alone and maybe possibly be the best part of that person that heard that interview, the best part of their day because I'll tell you what, when you feel like you're going through something rough and hard and someone else shares a story that's similar to yours, um, it can really unlock a lot of stuff for you. Uh, and so... Um, it was through that that gave me a real reason and a purpose to just simply my my entire existence now is just to be the best part of at least one person's day. So did you um, ever think that you were that that when you attempted to suicide and you hardly got hurt that there was a reason that that you were being spared or I mean or were you that steep in depression that it that that didn't that didn't register at all. When you're going through it, I talk to um, I talk to some people that deal with depressive thoughts. And when you're going through it, you're so blinded by that. 
um, you're you're not like you're actually at the worst point. It's funny because people are like, oh, when you're depressed, you, you got to reach out to that person. And I really, uh, I really can't came up with the best way to talk to someone about their depression when they're depressed. It's to not talk about it at all. You know, it's kind of like right. someone that has a huge mole on their face and you talk to them about their mole on their face. That would just be wrong. Uh, the best thing to talk to them about is maybe something that they don't uh, really, really think you would talk to them about. So I know you're, you're asking the purpose question. I think that was just too big of a question at the time. It was more so I just needed to do the smallest thing, and that was to get myself to talk to someone that I was curious about. And and that was that was simply interviewing people that did something um, in a way that was interesting to me. So maybe it was a doctor that was working on uh, new ways to unlock the way we formulate memory. And so it was like talking to, to the, like a Moran surf. I don't know if anyone's listening to him, but you know, where he goes in during a person's dream and they can actually help their addiction by uh, inducing a certain smell while they're in this dream state in order to cure their addiction with cigarettes. And so it was more so curiosity that gave me a reason to just continue to live. You know, it, it doesn't really matter what, what, you know, what gave you that, that purpose to, to live. I think it's beautiful. And, and finding that through also through podcasting and listening to other stories. I've worked with people with depression. One woman actually said years ago, she said, I feel like I have sandbags pressing down, like lots of sandbags pressing down on my chest. She said, I can't breathe. I can't seem to do anything. I just feel immobilized. And and those bags are pressing down so hard, so deeply that I just can't move. Which for her, I mean, that that was her description of depression, uh, you know, what she was going through at the time. So it's not, it's like you said, when you're going through it, you're so bogged down by it that, that oftentimes there aren't any other kinds of thoughts that enter into your head that are, you know, about like, wow, maybe this, this is another opportunity or whatever or something like that. Um yeah. We mentioned mental health, and oftentimes suicide and depression are a piece of that. What do you do now? I mean, I know you do the podcast. What else do you do that actually enhances your own sense of being and your your mental health? Uh, I'm not going to lie to anybody right now and say I don't still have a form of... um, negative thoughts that go through my my day. Every single day I have these stories that come up uh, that just give me uh, certain disbelief, and I'm saying disbelief because it is just a story that I tell myself like anyone that's listening to their, their story. Uh, beliefs come down to the story that you tell yourself, so you have to kind of flip those stories that you tell yourself and I think to set up strategies or, or habits in your day in order to uh, set up the right story that you want to tell yourself. So 
I make sure that so I So are you doing that? I mean, have you changed the story? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I change the story from when people are, are, you know, frowning about something or they look like they're having a bad day um, instead of it being my fault, which I, I used to actually believe that everybody that wasn't happy, if they weren't happy, it was because of me or something like that. It's because something I did. It was just some stupid thing that my brain would tell me. And I switched the story to, oh, they're having a bad day because of they chose to have a bad day. We really are the um, drivers of our own vehicle. And so I make sure that I, I do some really heavy breathing during the day, um, which is usually working out, you know, like I have to stay moving, stay fit. Um, and I think with, with certain movement during the day, you can really unlock a lot, you know, when you're sitting still and you're just staring at the screen at the Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, any of those social medias for longer than 20 minutes, uh, you can really hurt yourself because you can start believing other people's stories and their success and their highlight reels and start comparing yourself to those. So I make sure to only uh, do social media in 20-minute bouts. I will not stay on there any longer than that. Um, I will also make sure that I send a uh, a note of appreciation to somebody, like someone that I haven't talked to just in a while, just sending them like uh, a simple, hey, you know, we we haven't talked in a while, have oh, everything's great, simple stuff like that. And then um, this is one that I think really, 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 really helps and unlocks people is uh, writing down three things that you're lucky for. And similar to gratefulness, but I like putting it as, like, I'm lucky for X, Y, Z. You know, I'm lucky that I uh, did jump off a building, and it was three stories higher than 40 feet, and I should have snapped my neck, and I didn't. Um, I'm lucky that I have two legs that allow me to walk from the the car to the grocery store to get food that I want. Or I'm lucky that I have all my teeth that are straight where I can show someone a smile and hopefully uh, just by exchanging that smile that they can have some endorphin relief inside their brain in order to give them a, a sort of like five-minute high just for me smiling at them. So, like, stuff like You know, that, I, I, um, I, I think that's a yeah. wonderful way to be. I think that, that it's so important to be able to shift things. You were talking a little bit about the thoughts in our heads and the habitual behavior. And and if we let our thoughts, like you said, they tell our story. Sometimes it's not a, pl- a pleasant story. And we start believing them. And we also start repeating them, reciting them in our brains daily. That becomes the habitual behavior. And they can really destroy us. And, and it's so important because I work with people, to, and myself too, I've had to do that, to really be able to, turn, to shift those stories that you've created in your head, like you said, that really are not serving you and to create new stories because we can do that and create a new habitual way of being like you've done in a beautiful way, Logan, that help us feel good about ourselves. And 
gratitude and 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 feeling good and and you know being appreciative of things that you have like you said a smile those are some beautiful ways to be to really start feeling so much better about ourselves and reflecting that to other people and like you said which is so beautiful in turn hoping that your smile can can make somebody happy too which is which is a beautiful thought and a beautiful way of being um Tell us a little bit about your podcast agency, because that sounds interesting, and we have some people who, who want to know more about podcasting but aren't really sure how to begin or where to go or what to do, and et cetera. And, you're, and that's what you do. Yeah. So I run a podcast agency called Simply Logan Tyler's Nelson's Agency, in which um, I'm trying to book somebody onto other people's podcasts that allow them to curate content. And I think content is a new thing. Um, I really know that for a fact because when I got a, a graduate, uh, undergrad, I was nowhere to be found on Google. You know, I, I uh, you can type in Logan Tower Nelson and there would be nothing that would come up. After just like four months of, of sharing my story and getting other podcasts to allow me to be on their podcast, I was the first thing that came up on Google. And nowadays we live in a world where sometimes you're only as good as what you come up on as as a as a search engine on Google. And so I think podcasting is a great way to get yourself out there um, because you're published in so many different ways after just one podcast interview. You're published on usually YouTube. You're published on uh, Black Talk Radio. If, if you're on there, you're published on Lipson Podcast. If you're on there, you're published on uh, iTunes. You're published on all these other different formats and ways of consuming a podcast. And oftentimes, that gives people a way into what you're selling as a either a author or a speaker or maybe a small business owner. And maybe you're someone who's not an author, but you're certainly uh, very, 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 very intelligent in a certain area. And maybe your thing is just simply you want to sell more uh, programs, like a workout program, and you're a fitness instructor. By getting on other podcasts, you can simply teach people how they can help themselves. And so when it comes time to sell maybe a program because you're just doing this, uh, these free podcasts where people can consume them, they'll go, oh, yeah, I'll spend $20 on your fitness program. I'll spend $7 on your book because you just gave me a, a, a few insights that were free. And it's kind of like the samples at a grocery store. You keep people. You keep giving people samples long enough, they're gonna end up buying the crackers, or they're gonna end up buying the book, um, and they're not gonna feel like you're you're stealing from them. And so I know that for a podcast agency, it's a great way to not only develop content but create relationships with audience and also create relationships with um, with other podcasters at the same time. So, so somebody's asking a question. How do I get started? Okay. So it's 
okay, so, uh, you know, I'm interested. I want to do a podcast. What what do I do? Do I contact you? What do I do? Do I need to look beautiful? What, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You need to be in the right place in your business. Um, so there is sort of an application process that I go through, meaning that if you're not ready to be on a bunch of podcasts, uh, if you're just more so looking, because I charge $500, so it's a $495 uh, price point for 90 days of five podcasts, guaranteed five podcast interviews. So if you're interested in getting that, on wait, five podcasts. Wait, 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 I have a question. So that means that they are on podcasts or or yeah. this person? They're actually, oh, okay. They're She's actually asking, on podcasts so, instead of Okay. Starting your own podcast is different than being on a podcast. Right. So she's asking, how do I start my own podcast? Does yeah. she go yeah. through I, you? I think you can, you can. I know for a fact she can start a podcast today by doing Anchor. But what I'm doing is I'm helping um, somebody not in starting their own podcast because I know how hard that is. That's very right. hard to do and, that. But why not get on other people's shows first and sort of learn the ropes of podcasting that way? Uh, because then you can learn how to be a good interviewer uh, or a good interviewee just by going on the shows. And it takes a lot less time because you're not editing the show either. The podcast host is editing the show, uh, which is which is cool because now you're helping that person that is is the host of the show um, in a way where now they have a guest and, and they have a, a, a subject to really study. Well, like I'm on here right now with you. Uh, you have a subject now to go through to deliver content to an audience. So the best, so, so this, we'll tell this woman to contact you, and she'll have that information, and, and to first be on other podcasts, get a sense of, of what that's like, get, get a comfort level, and also kind of get a little bit out there in the world so that she's noticed, correct? Exactly. Um, it's very important, of course, to have your own show, and you want to one day. But I'll tell you what, it's a lot of work, as you know, I'm sure that's your Joanne, to, um, to set up the schedules, to set up the interview, and to edit it, and then to also publish it, and then not only publish it, to promote it after you're done with the show. It's a lot of work to do that. So I think starting by getting another show at first at least gives you sort of like a, a, a beginning point of what you're about, what you want to sell, what you want to talk about, what you want to speak about. And you might know that inside your head, but I don't know if you've ever had uh, had that story inside your head where you're like, okay, this is where I want I want this to, to go exactly like this, and then it doesn't go out as planned. So it's a great way to just get your feet wet, at least, if you want to start creating content for yourself and getting yourself out there as a um, content creator or maybe get yourself out there as a fitness instructor or maybe get yourself out there as a teacher of uh, a mental health disease and you want to get yourself out there and, 
and sort of be known for that. And that's that's where I come in, is I help you get known for that certain expertise or certain area of expertise that you'd like to be known in. So when you when you help people be on other podcasts, does it have to let let's say somebody will we'll do mental health because you've been we've been talking about that. So let's say somebody wants to be known more for mental health. Do you strategically just put them on shows that deal with mental health, or do you or, or are they on more varied shows? How does that work with you? Yeah, that's a great question. I know for a fact that you can help someone in that area with a cluster of shows. I think it's really important to get them on specific shows when it comes down to mental health. So getting them on shows that are dealing with fitness, getting them on shows that are self-improvement podcasts, getting them on shows that are business-related because that's also a form of self-improvement. So I'm more specific with that. But if it's someone who maybe, like I have one um, client that's more of a real estate person, I'm going to get them on shows that are more dealing with real estate, how you can use certain tips and tactics in order to sell more homes and or maybe uh, get leads to selling more homes. Because I know for a fact that the listeners that are listening to that podcast about real estate are showing up to hear stuff about that. So it really does depend. Okay, so so that and that's where your expertise comes in too, with figuring out okay, what's where's the best place to to showcase this person? Which podcast will actually be able to showcase what the topic is and what they're doing in the in the best possible way? So I, I think that's great, really do. Now, many of people, and I work with clients, many people go through what's called seasonal depression, where, where especially in the wintertime, where the light isn't so bright, where it gets dark earlier, and, and people are affected by that. Was that something that you were affected by? And can you talk a little bit about that and, and, and how that works? Yeah. Uh, it's so it's such a demon that uh, you can control. Actually, I think vitamin D is the vitamin. Actually, I know for a fact vitamin D is D. the um, D3, which is a vitamin that you can take uh, that will help that a lot. And I think that also um, I don't promote like going to tanners to get sun for for certain. Uh, you know, tan exposure, but I think that it's really smart to at least get yourself under a uh, a heat lamp, like so, and and go tanning for the very bare minimum. Don't go out there to get sunburned or anything like that. Um, but I uh, dated a girl back in high school that was having problems with seasonal depression way more than I was, but at the time she was really just getting down during like December and uh, January. And she really just like had these thoughts where she just gets super mad at people for no apparent reason. And, and she was really, and she was not like that at all. She was just horrid during this time. And it was because of the darkness outside that was uh, really also making her dark on the inside too. And so she talked to her doctor about it. And the doctor did 
promote that she goes to a tanning salon just for maybe five minutes, not very long, not long at all, especially if you're not used to the tanning salon that much, and to also supplement with vitamin D3 to get your uh, your your sun exposure. You know, they they also have special lights. They're not that they're not that cheap, but there are special lights that you can use in your own home, so you don't have to go to a tanning salon, which actually bring in more light so that you're getting that light. And, you know, I have a couple of clients that are actually working with that, and they know when when seasonal depression hits because they experience it on, you know, yearly. And using light like you're talking about can have a beautiful, positive effect and make them really feel good. And there probably are other lights that that are less expensive. I don't know the names of them, but I think it's so important to be able to, you know, you're talking about think about ways to take care of yourself, to treat yourself so that you can make sure that, you know, you're going through whatever that season is or the depression or whatever, that you're doing the best that you can to to feel good about yourself. And, and that's so very important. It's like taking charge, taking charge of, of your emotions, your your thoughts, and helping you feel good about yourself on a daily basis, you know, and that, that's so mm-hmm. wonderful. Can yeah. you tell Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, can you, I love the title. We talked about that before, of Scratch Your Own Itch, which is the name of your podcast. And I, I, every time I look at that, I smile. I just think it's so great. How did you come up with that title, and what does that mean to you? Because <laughs> uh, I'm smiling every time I <laughs> uh, Thank you. Um it's funny because uh, scratch your own itch it means so many things to different people. Um, when I first started it, it was more of this sort of like ideology of like, you know, everyone has that sort of uh, that itch that comes up on them. And mine was more so for obviously mental illness at the time. And I felt like I had this itch on myself. Um, and if I didn't take action during the day, like either by maybe working out that day, uh, and I just thought about working out instead of actually working out, um, that itch would still be there and drive me crazy. Or maybe there's an itch of, uh, reaching out to somebody and just talking to them for five minutes about a simple, uh, interview on a podcast. If I just thought about that and I didn't actually take action towards actually like relieving that itch, then I would I would just go crazy. Um, I don't know if anyone's tried to actually like sit there and let an itch go away. It is one of the hardest things to do without actually scratching it. So it's sort of a metaphor for for taking action and doing something and and, and instead of thinking about doing it, but actually doing it physically. Um, so I started a podcast out of that ideology of just, and that metaphor of like, Hey, we need to, to move upon our ideas. And actually sometimes you find out that these ideas that are inside your head are actually terrible ideas. And that's a really good thing. Cause if you keep thinking about it, instead of doing anything about it, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Um, 
And so it allows anybody who has this ADHD brain of, of, oh, I want to try this, I want to try that, I want to try this. But to start in the smallest sort of uh, minuscule way to still elicit a change. So maybe your thing right now is that you want to get in better shape for 2019. I think it's really important to at least take a little bit of action today to go on a 20-minute walk or something like that, or maybe take a little bit of action by doing 10 push-ups every single time that you're about to uh, um, go to the bathroom. You know, set a little habit for yourself. Like, I'm going to do 10 push-ups for, and it sounds weird, but it works. Like, setting up these little itches inside your day to scratch your own itch so you're setting yourself up for a little bit more success. And, And, of course, Life's a trade-off. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. So you might get your fitness up, but your relationships start to go down. Or you might have your relationships. Every area of your relationships are great, but your fitness is terrible. So you really want to just take time during the day to, I think, scratch your own itch by simply just sitting there five minutes a day, which I think is important to um, talk to yourself uh, and sort of say, like, hey, what's going great in my life? And what's going bad, and, and why do I need to change it? Um, so that's where the podcast name kind of came up. Great. You know, and and making a change doesn't, you know, taking small steps, making a change on a daily basis doesn't necessarily have to be drastic, but it it can actually shift how you feel or shift your your viewpoint, your vantage point. And you mentioned something very important. You utilize movement, exercise. I do that too. I don't have depression, but I think that just moving, whatever it is, really creates more energy. And like you said, it, it you know, it works with endorphins in the brain. So it's I think that that's something that's so important. I don't, you know, I, I can tell the difference in my life when I'm not doing it, I feel more irritable. I feel, you know, whatever it is. And, I, and so I think that, that that's something that people need to incorporate, like, you know, also like scratching their own itch on a daily basis because it can do wonders for your mental health. Logan, we are out of time here, but I want people to know how they can get a hold of you, how they could find out more about your own podcast, Scratch Your Own Itch, how they can contact you when they're ready to to be on other podcasts and work with you directly. So can you give our listeners all of that wonderful information? Oh, I just want to send them to just one place, um, LinkedIn. I, I, gave, I gave you that as a uh, sort of like one-click, one-stop shop the place to connect with me because I think when you give too many places to connect with somebody, they can go, you know, every which way. I just want to be simple. Uh, LinkedIn is a place that I hang out most professionally. If you have any questions at all, and I'll tell you what, if you listen to this show and you got some sort of, um, some sort of help from it and you screenshot it and you take time out of your day to go, Hey, I listened to your story. And, uh, hey, I saw this. This is an opportunity to connect. I would love to, you know, just talk to, with you about your own story for five or ten minutes. Because, you know, that social media is great and everything. But to connect on a more human level, um, on, you know, at least on the phone or maybe even connect on Zoom, 
uh, even if you live, you know, in another state, it would be just absolutely incredible to connect with them that way and to talk to them more about uh, what they're about, you know. I mean, self-improvement, it can get kind of daunting if you keep talking about it all the time. I just want to connect on a simple level of what's going on, what's going on in your life, like what you what are you interested in? What, what itches are you that, that are on you that you'd like to scratch? You know, let's talk about that. Wonderful. Well, Logan, I appreciate all that you do and how you were able to move past some of your own challenges, which in turn inspire so many people to be able to get past that and feel good about themselves and do things that they love that in turn can inspire other people. So thanks so much for all that you do and for being you. Thank you so much. Likewise, Dr. Joanne, this has been absolutely incredible. And if anyone's listening to the show, please um, just take a minute to share it. It doesn't take any more effort than just hitting that share button. And it would mean not only the world to me, but I know it would mean the world to Dr. Joanne and hitting that five-star to, you know, rating this podcast. Because it's such an easy, free thing to do. Um, that if you just took, like, honestly, three chances to do that to every single content creator out there, uh, it would not only lighten up uh, their day, but also your day, too, because setting up that habit to help someone else out can really end up helping uh, any any terrible thoughts about yourself go. And the next time someone maybe does look at you with a frown on their face and you make up some story inside your head that they're having a bad day because of you, you can be like, no. I'm a good person. I, I do I do help people when I need to help them. So I can really change that story that you tell yourself. And it's, you know, it's so important to change that story. And for our listeners, many who know that, that the replay will be on in a few minutes, and it's the same link that we use to for the show itself. So And, and we'll be promoting that too, Logan. So you'll see that in social media. Thanks again for all that you do and for caring for other people. So have a beautiful, blessed day. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. So if you've paid attention to what Logan was talking about, you know, we all have itches to scratch and spend some time thinking about that. But don't get so bogged down in your own stuff that you can't see that there's a way out of depression, as Logan so beautifully demonstrated, a way out of feeling suicidal and knowing that also what you do, your behavior not only helps you, but can, as Logan does so beautifully, can inspire other people and help other people feel good about who they are and and feel like, wow, look what he was able to do. Look what she was able to do. I could do that too. So it gives people a sense of courage and able to be the ability to move on in spite of whatever adversity they're facing. If you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version. You can go to doc, D-O-C, W-H-I-T-E dot org, dot dot org, where we have lots of um, blogs and, and other guests, upcoming guests, and all sorts of other things. And remember, I call this show Power Your Life for a Reason because as Logan was talking about earlier, you are in charge. You can change your day 
from feeling gloomy to feeling good about you and just take a few steps today into that so that you can feel empowered because truly you are. Thanks for joining us and have a beautiful day. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.